Good morning. This is Sunday Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellens. With me is Heim Goodman-Strauss. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Heim. Heim is a math professor at the University of Arkansas, a regular visitor to Sunday Ozarks at Large. And we have another visitor. Ed Pegg is on the phone once again. Um, Hello. Hello, hard, Ed. Hard to pin you down for so many different kinds of things you're up to. Last time we talked, uh, we, we talked about the, the CBS drama numbers that mm -hmm. uh, you are a consultant to. That's correct. And, and this time? Uh, one of the things that was in uh, Numbers uh, Season 2, it was an episode called uh, Better or Worse. And uh, within that, they found a key fob. That, a what? Uh, a key fob? That, oh, a, key, a fob. key fob that for opening a car. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to figure out where this uh, car might be. It was the only clue that they had. Uh, so they started analyzing this uh, each time you press a button on a key fob, it sends out basically a coded string of numbers towards all the cars that are around, mm -hmm. and it's important that only your car is the one that, that opens. And we, were, we weren't able to find out what the actual algorithm was for these key fobs, so we made one up. So we used um, cellular automata. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about those on the, on the show, but those, that's a very good thing to discuss. So and what is at MAA.org, I wrote up a, a column about how this might work. If you do a search for ringtones and key fobs, you'll, you'll find this posting on MAA.org. Well, we had John Conway on the, uh, on the show in the past, and so, of course, he's done a lot with cellular automata. What is one in a nutshell? I, basically, you start with some initial condition, like it might be 101010. I'm going to talk about what's called a one-dimensional cellular automata. Uh, Conway's Game of Life is a two-dimensional cellular automata. So just, just start with one string of numbers. Uh, and now take those in groups of three. For example, you can have 000, 001, all the way up to 111. There's eight different combinations. Mm -hmm. And for each of those, put either a zero or a one underneath it. So Given by some rule. That, mm -hmm. That's the rule that you're specifying. And basically you'll get a new string of ones and zeros. Right. And then you keep doing that. And sometimes interesting patterns will, will go, go out and sometimes they don't. For example, one rule is no matter what it is, always make it zero. So that's a that's pretty rather dull. boring yeah. cellular automaton. But uh, another one is uh, you could number these uh, uh, zero, 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 Discount that is the, the first digit, and 111, call it the last one. And there's eight of these, so there's two to the eighth different possible rules. So you can enumerate those from 0 to 255, and it turns out that rules 30 and rule 110 are both very interesting. Right. And this is something that was noticed by my boss, Stephen Wolfram, over 20, 30 years ago. Rule 30 uh, shows pretty much completely random behavior. Even if the initial condition is just a bunch of zeros and a single one, the, the triangle that comes out of that is, is highly chaotic. And in fact, it's believed that uh, the center column of Rule 30 is what's called normal. Uh, a normal number is one that any combination of digits will appear with equal frequency as any other uh, combination of digits. And that's kind of the ultimate randomness, is when a number is normal. 
and Rule 110? And Rule 110 happens to be a, a universal code. It, if, if you give it certain initial conditions, it can actually work as a computer and uh, solve uh, any any problem. If you set up set it up right, it would it will actually work as a computer. Yeah, that's really pretty amazing. That's I guess also a property shared by Conway's Rule of Life. I mean, that's, Game of Life correct. as well. Where, so, what's the website that they can that our listeners can go and see these automata? Uh, one site is uh, wolframscience.com, Wolfram. which has the complete text of my of Stephen Wolfram's book, A New Kind of Science. Oh yeah. And another place is, if you actually want to play with these, is tones.wolfram.com. Oh, let's take a look at that. T-O-N-E-S dot Wolfram dot com. And there you were going to be using these cellular automata and turning them into music. And that's something I mentioned in my MEA.org column as well. Okay, so up it comes, and it says play. So let's try it. It also says that you can uh, have a new composition with cla- what's this classical dance, rock pop. Uh, yes, the so you've got a you've got a, a cellular automaton picked out. Some there's trillions of them. You pick one out at random. There's different instrumentations and different um, notes that are selected for various forms. Like with classical music, you might pick the organ and a full tone oh. scale. Whereas with uh, pop, you might have a, uh, a much smaller selection of notes and different instruments like guitar or something like that. And perhaps 10% of these tones wind up being quite pleasing. The other <laughs> yeah, 90% good. are, yeah, that looks boring, and you uh-huh. just move to the next one. That's pretty, and so you would have perhaps uh, likely a tone that nobody else has. That's correct. You know, before uh, we go, I need to tell our listeners about um, mathpuzzle.com. Okay. That's a fantastic site. Uh, when, how long have you been doing that? For 10 years now, and I've been involved with puzzles for about 30 years. 30 years, wow. Yeah, and you actually, about 10 years ago, you also produced a, a product. The, uh, the chaos tiles. Chaos yes. tiles, uh, right. Uh, basically, a set of dominoes where all the dominoes had five sides, and they tiled in a very chaotic way. They're, they were called chaos tiles. Are those still available? Uh, yes, I still have maybe a closet full of them. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you, Ed, since you like puzzles so much, is there a point, a definable point for you, where you enjoy a puzzle, you know, baffling you or, or, or not having the answer, and can you cross a point then when it just becomes so annoying because you don't have the answer? Uh, yes, it's, it's hard to create a puzzle which is too hard and, and painful. A classic example is breaking a large piece of glass. That is not a fun puzzle to solve, putting together mm. a, a bunch of slivers of sharp glass. Um, <laughs> no, that would not be fun. Uh, so basically you want a puzzle that perhaps looks hard, but there's something about it that guides you to the answer. Uh, it, it can't be too easy uh, otherwise, you'll just kind of solve it trivially. Uh, 
there has to be something about it that kind of pulls you along and teaches you something while you're trying to solve it. That's kind of the ideal puzzle. And and is it, you know, do you do you mind having puzzles that take more than a couple of days to solve that you kind of think about for a while and then might come back to? Uh, uh, yes, uh, one that I particularly like recently is called the, the golfer problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example... So one is the the classic uh, uh, Kirkman school girl problem. You've got 15 girls that are walking to school in groups of three mm-hmm. for seven days, mm-hmm. and they need to be arranged daily so that no two of them are in, a, in the same group twice during that week. Uh. And that that's a, a famous problem. And another way of saying it, a uh, slightly uh, different problem, uh, can 24 golfers play in threesomes for 11 days so that no two of them have ever played twice in the same threesome? I see. And you can also go to, to say, foursomes. Right. Uh, 32 golfers in foursomes for 10 days. These are all very hard problems, but they're, they're interesting to try to come up with different methods to, to solve them. And they have surprising connections, I think, don't they? Uh, yes, they deals with uh, projective planes and combinatorics in a very extreme way. Uh, at uh, 32 golfers, using brute force methods on computers pretty much breaks down completely. Wow. Hmm. Well, again, the websites, if you, if you want to play with the tones, that's tones.wolfram.com. And then there's also mathpuzzle.com. And there's links there to your MAA column and other stuff. Yes. All right, Ed, thank you so much. Thank you very much, Ed. Oh, you're very welcome.